Welcome to the 9am Wine Podcast with your hosts, Pip and Ian. We'll be discussing the trials and tribulations of running a business, the highs, the lows and the tears in between. So sit back and relax as we crack open a bottle and start some entertaining business talk. Hello. Hello. And welcome back to the 9am Wine Podcast. Episode 2. Episode 2. So we're here today to talk a bit more about running a business, highs, lows and all that fun stuff. And where the name for the podcast came from. Yeah, we thought we'd kick it off with a bit of an explanation of why it's called the 9am Wine Podcast. So do you want to say the first bit about why well I guess you know 9am wine podcast I think in this industry for one yeah it's a uh, never found upon no, it's always five o'clock you, somewhere usually encouraged to have a 9am wine help you get through the day yeah when you're, it's a very stressful day um a wine doesn't go amiss but the main reason why it's called 9am wine podcast um was it was based on when we first started Flourish and it wasn't actually wine that we drank at 9am it was actually Bailey's we used to drink at 10am in the not morning. It's quite got the same ring to it though the 9am no. Bailey's club. 10am oh, Bailey's yeah not quite um so when we first started Flourish um CBD oil wasn't around then and anxiety is always high when you're on on the wave of starting a business and so we used to I used to get to about 10 in the morning and I'd I'd turn to the others and be like is it too early to um have a have a Bailey's and but I feel like that wasn't an anxiety at that point like I feel like that was always a like we celebrated every small win you know oh, yeah. it would be like you could sign 50 quid you know like we we were quite young and naive at that point I feel like so it didn't feel as yeah I think you're totally right when you first start a business everything every small detail is such a big thing you celebrate the like everything is all in I think yeah you know and it's you're really in the present moment yeah and then as time goes on you're it... constantly thinking about the next thing the next thing the next thing and you're not as I guess, present in a, in the small wins. Yeah. So that's why it's called the 9am wine. Um, because it's based on the theory that sometimes when you own a business, there's nothing better than drinking <laughs> a glass of wine at 9am. If whether that's to, uh, calm some nerves or whether to celebrate the small wins. Um, I feel like we have a lot of stories that we can talk about, which have, started with some sort of alcohol beverage to either celebrate or to um get through it commiserate is that the the right word or it's just been very needed at the moment and it's not been like accessible yeah so when we um first started flourish i remember like you said we used to celebrate everything and and we did our first ever trip to coachella festival um we were one of the first influencer agencies to do coachella festival never having i've never i when well, no, i was gonna say i'd never flown to america then no i'd never been to la i'd never been to a big festival 
we just knew that Coachella was a massive thing on social media. Yeah, I feel like at that point it was very much a like a US thing still. You know, yeah. I, I feel like it was still quite. I, I mean, it it sounds old, but like new magazine okay magazine like you know like print magazines are still a big thing so I feel like mm. that's where you really saw I guess other than Pinterest but that was only really what you could see for them festival lookbooks like it was very much a US market still we took a load of we took four uh UK influencers over to the festival and we signed Boohoo and Wine Tropic to do the festival um, with us for the first time. Which again, that was such a big win because we definitely went into everything thinking we were just going to be, you know, a bit more of a, like, I don't know, supporting startup brands and it was just going to be a lot smaller scale. Yeah. I think that was the initial impression. When we first started, we were going on the consensus of just breaking even, doing whatever we could to break even um and when we actually started making money so we actually within six months we um became self-sufficient and um you know we were bringing in enough money um to grow the business and um yeah Coachella really helped put us on the map I remember um when we were we were such it was so in our infancy but we just really had no care in the world and we're like we were just fearless I think you know there was almost like no no reason not to do anything it was just yeah. throw yourself at everything and it was fun like it was that was exciting yeah and also we were very lucky in the sense that we had investors when we first started flourish so that enabled us to have that fearlessness um which i would say for anyone starting a business you know there's cons and pros to having investors but that enabled us to grow so quickly and really take the risks in doing Coachella and doing Dubai and all the other trips that we did. Yeah, and I think just on the investor front, it's just finding people that, like, they're not just investing the money from the start, but they were, like, invested in you as people Mm. and they, like, really believe in, like, what you're selling, that they believe in, like, you you can actually do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, they're kind of, like, your champion yeah and that's the thing like so um our investors I actually met when I was working at fast fashion brand um I was really lucky to um have met the owner and he just had this blind faith in me from a like I was so young I was literally like 20 21 um and I came to him and I was like oh I could do I work with influencers and work with them at the weekend and I do I'm a photographer I do these campaign shoots I hadn't actually worked in a fashion brand before um and he was like yeah can you start tomorrow and when I came to him with an idea of starting up an influence management agency bearing in mind influencers were barely a thing back then they'd only just transitioned over from being bloggers and youtubers i think it was youtubers and bloggers but like people were very much learning to navigate instagram as a platform yeah what that could do for people yeah and i was like um if you fancy it (laughs) i'm gonna go do this and um he was like yeah let's do it and I think that's that also gave us the confidence that we could be like yeah well someone believes in us so this so true um so yeah so we were very lucky with that um from the from the out um that we had that so what else we need to talk about I think the first things also um we discussed in our last episode about 
the highs and the lows of running a business. Yeah, and there's definitely like a a big balance between the two. You know, it's I don't, like I I think it's like as as time goes on, you kind of realise that the things that were lows at the moment weren't actually that <laughs> that big of a thing. Yeah. You can, you know, there's like people always say to us. I think the the good thing for us is now we are you know sort of off on our own. It's just just the two of us. It's still important to have a good support system, mm. you know, of like people that champion us, people that champion the business. You know, you have a good network around you for for advice. And I think the thing that people always say, which is our least favorite feedback, is there will always be another challenge. I know, but so annoying. Luckily, <laughs> you do become better equipped to deal with it. Yes, and I think that's that's the thing. You know, things. They never get easier. They never... No, no. <laughs> that's not true. No, no, no. You, there's always other challenges. That's th- what I mean. There's always other challenges, but it's like... They it, do that, get easier. That being said, you you know, you know learn to navigate them better. Yeah. And like you can look back and laugh at what felt, I don't know, like soul-destroying. I don't know. You, can, yeah. you just get a clarity on it, I guess, where you're like, why did I even care about that? That was such a, a minute thing to worry about. I know. That's the swings and roundabouts of owning a business um I don't feel like many people talk about talk about the colossal lows you have running a business and the difficulties um but apart from the lows let's talk about the highs because that's more well, fun I think no I think like some of the lows can be funny oh yeah we'll definitely talk about some funny lows yeah but let's start off high what was your best memory in Flourish I think I mean there's a lot but I definitely think I- I've got two actually. I'm going to do two. Okay. I'll be greedy. So I think our first year at Coachella. Yeah. Like everything was new. Everything was exciting. Coachella is still exciting. Don't get mm. me wrong. But, you know, I think your first time were, like walking into that festival, obviously we had an incredible lineup. We saw like, oh, Beyonce, Beyonce and Eminem, but 50 Cent. It's, yeah. It's just a very magical place. Mm. Um, so that, I guess, was a bit of like a pinch me moment. Yeah. Of like oh my god this is this is real <laughs> yeah like w- this is work yeah yeah and don't get me wrong <laughs> it is exhausting and mm. it, you know we're not saving lives but it, it's not a holiday and a, that annoys us when people call them holidays uh, when our partners call it a holiday mm. like it makes <laughs> me want to punch them in the face <laughs> I don't but um and I'd say my second high is just the the growth and development of the business during covid and after covid mm-hmm. i think for us to be as nimble and creative and not go into a panic and i think you know that's very much a like a big strength of ours is when times do get tough we're very resilient we're very resourceful yeah and we can flip a bad situation and you know that really did change the business for us yeah like, the things that we did in that period yeah like they just set us up and, you know, things that we did then have really become a huge part of the business now for us. Mm. So I think that, although it felt t- tough at the time, in hindsight, looking back, mm. that's a big plus. Exactly. And I think also one thing to mention is that we're really into law of attraction and the laws of the universe, manifestation, all that fun stuff, which I know is a massive trend at the moment on social media, but there's something we've been practicing for 
well five years running the business i've been doing it for about seven years we did it before it was a tiktok trend yes just fyi (laughs) um and we've got here as a result of manifestation um having is having that um positive outlook on things like you said there's always um it's always a positive um, spin on stuff like yeah in the pandemic we were like you can either sit back and my my um father-in-law said to me there's winners and losers out of these situations and you need to be a winner and I went in and I spoke to Ian and I was like we have to be a winner we have to be a winner how are we gonna be a winner and um we were like be really positive how this like you know how can we make this work for us um and we did as, as a result we had creative mailers um because we couldn't do events and trips um yeah it's like half the business that was doing incredibly well in 2019 yeah just stopped you know and I think when that's half your business all of a sudden can't do anything you can either sit there and be like crap <laughs> yeah like you know go into a mad panic and don't get me wrong there was definitely that moment yeah and you know I think it's never easy it's, it's easy to sit here and be like oh I see the positive and, <laughs> yeah. you know it's very easy to say that I'm not saying it's a hard thing to navigate but if you can draw yourself out of that um that headspace I guess mm-hmm. it's so much easier to to keep yourself moving forwards yeah well to put it in perspective in 2019 we did 14 brand activation trips um around the world and in 2020 we did zero um so we basically (laughs) had to you know we're very good yeah we're very good at pulling things out our ass (laughs) that's a lot of things we like to it's a very crude way of putting it um and creative mailers were born and they're one of our biggest things that we do now which is um amazing i'm gonna say my high which is quite similar to yours um which was Coachella the first year I can vividly remember being in the swimming pool in our little villa in Palm Springs and I was floating around like a starfish um and I was like oh my god this is my life as if this is my life this is insane I can't believe I've done this and I used to watch YouTube videos of um vloggers traveling around the world when I was living in this little house in Derby and I was working at Denelm and doing in-store marketing, doing like mop videos and JML stuff. And um, <laughs> it was very different. Um, and I would that sit... Tactful. <laughs> yeah, I'd sit every night and be like, I just want to travel the world. That's what I want to do. And um, how am I going to do that? I had no idea. And um, when I got to Coachella and got in that villa, I was like um absolutely it was just absolutely incredible um there was no there's been no feeling since that moment that I've had that's been that euphoric it's like like that was just insane and then I'd also go for a second second one um which is doing our business buyouts um oh yeah I don't like that should have been there yeah. A big thing for me actually. <laughs> Surviving a global pandemic's okay though, you know? Yeah. Um so basically, backstory. Um, we had a few other people involved in the business, um, including investors. And last year me and Ian undertook this whirlwind of a roller coaster ride that is acquiring a hundred percent stake in Flourish. Um, so we've launched our umbrella company, which is going to evolve um and have 
other brands sit underneath it but for the moment it's just flourish and um yeah so anyone who's not done a business buyout um brace yourself yeah if you're going, if to. You're going to do it and anyone who's done it you know the pain it you, sucks <laughs> I think no I think as well it's just um like something for us is we very much learn as we go mm-hmm. and you know like it's I don't know there's just things that you should be taught in school that you're just not so like when you come to these situations it's very oh, yeah. much just you know, it feels hard, I guess, because you're learning as you go and it feels overwhelming. And The thing is, you never get taught how to write, read a legal document, ever. But you do get taught how to use a Bunsen burner. I know. And you'd think that someone would teach you how to read, like, legal contracts, um, you know, like how to do... Just all the tax implications and... Mm. you know there's there's so many things that come up and yeah um so that was so once that was all completed and we did this launch and we had um a lovely Christmas party at Harvey Nichols which was again a real pinch me moment um I'd say yeah going through it was uh you know it was a long year (laughs) um but it was so worth it in the end and it's so nice for it now to be all ours all ours all ours. Well done us. Well done us. Um, so, question number two, what is your lowest slash funniest moment? Because <laughs> they probably collide. <laughs> I feel like you know mine incredibly well. Yes. And like, as just character... Um, Building? <laughs> no, like, I'm going to give myself a character reference before I go into this. Oh, okay, yeah. That I am a very put together yes. non-emotional yes. matter of fact person mm-hmm. it takes a lot to break me yeah and he's very like if you're a bit emotional he's like a pat you on the back kind of person <laughs> yeah like I just I just like to get on with it I yeah you know I think water off a duck's back mm-hmm. that, that being that said, does describe you water off a duck's back definitely describes you yeah that being said we had one trip that was very much <laughs> not the case. It was Mercury Retrograde, may it's that. Yeah, and also, like, again, Mercury Retrograde. Not anymore, actually. I feel like we've had a lucky, like, a lucky year. Mm. But no, I have never known anyone been hit by Mercury Retrograde like the two of us. Oh, my it trip, just yeah. used to bite us in the arse, mm. drop a boulder on us. <laughs> It was just intense. Um, yeah. So I'm going to just keep this brief because I'm obviously not going to give too many details away and names. But we did a trip. To Milan. I wasn't going to say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we did a trip and just went wrong from start to finish. Like it was our, first, was it first year? Yes. Yeah. First year. Yeah. So it was, we were quite new at what we were doing at that point. Like we don't have these issues anymore, mm. but like from the start, everything was going wrong. We had like two days before the trip, we had a talent pull out. Mm. We dealt with some crazy managers. <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot about that. I don't know. Just incredibly unprofessional, yes. which I think we'll touch on at a later date as well. Cause we get a lot of feedback about this. Yeah. Um, but you know that was very challenging and then there was just like baggage issues like on the flight out there there was like taxi issues no one realized how big Milan was in terms of like how far away the airports were from everywhere we were going and we had people flying in and out of all places then we just 
I had some issues on the trip. I have to be very tactful about this. We had some issues on the trip. And it was just one thing after another. Mm. Got to the point of the day. It was issue with people as well. It wasn't just like. <laughs> yeah, it, it was It was just people that it was hard. Yeah. And I think it's been the only ever time in like five years of doing this. It has been the only real time like that. Yeah. We have been very lucky. But yeah, it got to the last day. We were about to fly. And like I literally was sitting outside of McDonald's like a flight had gone wrong, needed to just book some new flights again from yeah. some silly mistakes. And um, it, I literally was hands in my, like head in my hands, crying in the middle of the street. Yeah. Pitt was just like, Ian, you just need to, it's fine. Suck Let, it up. <laughs> like, it's, we just got to do what we can do and let's get out of here. Managed to do, sort that out. Thought we were free from the trip from hell. And then all of our flights got cancelled. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> the moment for me was um, we were on the way to the airport and I was singing this song to Ian, which was, we're going home, we're going home, or something along those lines. We get to the airport <laughs> and I get a message from EasyJet saying, your flight has been cancelled. And I was like, oh, they must be joking. It must be Because there were so many different flights. There were so many different people on this trip. There was loads of different flights at all different times. But no, 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 that was our flight. So after having the trip of a lifetime, um, Ian crying his eyes out in the middle of Milan, we had our flight cancelled and I was like, no. Get me out of <laughs> I was like, get me home. Ian was like, water of the duck's back, <laughs> came back. He booked, head, head in the game. He booked a spa day the next day um, and just stayed in Milan and was like well you know you win some you lose some everyone else was so desperate to get home yeah like they were flying via Switzerland yeah I flew via Switzerland all over the place and I was just like I am not working in force with this I'm booking myself into a spa I'm gonna spend the weekend here and I'm gonna have a positive experience out of this (laughs) yeah I mean I, I probably spent about 20 hours on the phone on hold to EasyJet afterwards regarding compensation but oh I mean I booked (laughs) I booked flights via Zurich thinking that EasyJet were going to um, cover the cost turns out not so much um so that was really fun after the trip but I was gonna say one last thing which I can't remember um oh what's the hardest thing about owning a business and any piece of advice for people wanting to start a business i mean i feel like we need to go into that in more detail Mm. i feel like that's a good (laughs) a good conversation to have because i think there's a lot (laughs) um i think advice wise it would be educate yourself like Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to learn i think i mean in our industry anyway it's very hard to be an expert because it's so fast evolving but i think with the back-end stuff Business is business, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And like running a business and everything like that. It's, you know, don't bury your head in the sand with the hard stuff because mm-hmm. you don't know how to do it. Um, that stuff's never going away. So you need to learn it. You need to understand it. Mm-hmm. And it does eventually become second nature. Yeah. I'd also say like second that, like when I first did a shareholders agreement for um, Flourish back in the dark ages five years ago I had I was like trusting a lawyer that they'd you know I pay them and that's great and they're gonna do me a good job um and had not Scooby what half of it meant 
um and rookie error <laughs> rookie error yeah I, I i definitely like think that um just because you're paying for a service it doesn't mean it's an expert and you can't you know we early in the early days we definitely relied on that thinking yeah. that was the right thing to do mm. and i think when you, you to... when you are paying them people it doesn't mean you don't then need to look at it it's, yeah you, no one has got your best interests at heart as much as you have yeah i also think is um no one knows you and no one knows your business um unless they're in it so when it comes to your lawyers are they are obviously very good at what they do i mean they train for god knows how many years and they get paid an awful lot of money um <laughs> had i known that at school i probably would have tried harder and yeah, tried 100%. to become a lawyer um but um yeah they don't know everything about your business and they need it has to go two ways for them to do their job really well so um that's something we can go into later down the line but yeah educate yourself as much as possible um I love listening to lots of different podcasts actually because it's lots of like bite-sized information that you can take on reading books is I actually read a book, I think it's called like the US. Oh, I'll write, some, I'll do some links of some really good books. Um, I'm a half reader of a book kind of gal. <laughs> I kept them banging on about Rich Dad, Poor Dad for it, quite like, a while. It becomes a cult for a week of <laughs> yeah. the book that she's listening to. And before I used to listen, now I just like smile, nod humor <laughs> until the next book comes <laughs> <laughs> but either way you need to educate yourself so you at least do. i'm half and educated myself yeah you know? yeah exactly whereas i'm more of a learner as you do yeah and practical learner yeah i'm a practical learner the reading does not do it for me so i think that's a big thing as well you need to figure out your learning technique yeah but you just can't shy away from these things mm. and one last thing because i get so many people ask me on linkedin um is like what's your biggest tip to start of a business do a business plan that's number one priority do not start a business if you do not have a plan of where to find your customer and how to sell to them and how you're going to get your product to them um and as well i think wanting to own a business isn't the reason to start a business yeah you like and that, that's the thing i think there's a lot of questions like oh i really want to start a business but i don't quite know what to do yes well then don't start business yeah I get like, that all the time it's crazy yeah so many people are like what do you think of this idea and this idea and you have to be obsessed with the idea of doing that because like we said there's a lot of highs and lows and if like, if you're not obsessed with it the lows will get to you and then you'll be like yeah. why am I doing this 100% so on that we'll wrap up this episode and the next one we can chat more about learnings and what our advice is to running a business and all that fun stuff so ta-ta for now thanks for listening thanks thanks (laughs) (laughs) thanks for tuning in to the 9am wine podcast if you enjoyed the show make sure to subscribe rate and review and don't forget to follow us on socials